Good afternoon. Welcome to Cato Daily Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, and I'm your host, Anastasia Glova. Today's podcast concerns the case of Gennaro Wilson, accused at the age of 17 of an act of aggravated child molestation with a 15-year-old girl. Gennaro, however, does not fit the profile of a sex offender. He was an honor student and star athlete who was being recruited by the nation's top schools, including Columbia and Brown Universities. He had never been in trouble with the law before, but Gennaro has been languishing behind bars for two years now. With eight more to go, Cato's director of the Project on Criminal Justice, Tim Lynch, ponders Gennaro's predicament and the Byzantine laws that got him into it. Tell me what happened to Gennaro Wilson that landed him behind bars for 10 years. Well, Gennaro Wilson is a 19-year-old, and he's currently in his second year of prison, serving a 10-year sentence for child molestation. When you look at the facts of what actually landed him in prison, he and his friends were having a party at a hotel room, and they were drinking, and then some of their high school friends, girls, came over to the hotel, and they were partying. They were drinking, they were smoking pot, and some of them had sex. And it turns out that when the police found a videotape of the party, they found out that Gennaro was 17 and that he was having sex with a 15-year-old, and this violated Georgia law. In fact, it's a felony under Georgia law for a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old to have sex. So he was accused, actually, of of rape and child molestation. But when you look at the facts, it was basically some teenagers having sex. And when the case went to trial, the jury came back and said that he was not guilty of rape, but they found that he was guilty of child molestation because under the letter of the law, it's just illegal for a 17-year-old to have sex with a 15-year-old. And the penalty for violating that law turned out to be a 10-year mandatory minimum sentence. So that's why he's in prison right now. But that was not the original intent of the child molestation law. It's intended to punish actual pedophiles, not teenagers. Well, that's right. Everybody that looks at this case is outraged because they're like, why is this young man in prison for 10 years for having consensual sex with a young girl? And the legislators don't think it's just. They said that the law was written to go after child molesters, and they didn't have teenagers having parties and having sex. That wasn't the intent of the law. And the prosecutor saying, well, it's just our job to enforce the law. And when they look at the letter of the law, they say it applies to people like Gennaro Wilson. And then the jury doesn't like the outcome of the case either, but they were pressured. They were said, well, look, here's the letter of the law. Here's a videotape of what happened, and you must follow the law. Your own sense of justice should not come into your deliberations. So they came back and said guilty. But when they found out that the penalty was a 10-year sentence, they were outraged. And so everybody that looks at the case thinks it's outrageous that this young man is in prison with this long prison sentence for what he did. Everybody's outraged, but nobody wants to take responsibility for it. His conviction has been appealed, but he's just lost that appeal to the Georgia Supreme Court. Does he have any legal recourse left? He does have some legal recourse left. The prosecutors could today or tomorrow get him out of jail by basically saying that the charges that were originally brought against him were inappropriate and unjust. They could bring a different set of charge and he could be released from jail tomorrow if they were to take that action. They actually offered him a different plea deal before he went to trial, offering him much less jail time if he would admit to being a child molester. But Gennaro didn't want to do that. He didn't think he was a child molester and wanted to 
to take his case to a jury. And also, if he admits he's a child molester, as the prosecutors want him to do, then he'll be registered in these computer registries as a sex offender for the rest of his life. He would not be able to go home and live with his mother and younger sister. So that's why he didn't want to admit to these charges. And so he sits in jail. But he still has to register as a sex offender because he's been convicted. So shouldn't he have just accepted the plea bargain? He shouldn't have accepted the plea bargain, or at least he didn't have to. He has a constitutional right to trial by jury, and he wanted to take his case to a jury. Unfortunately, the prosecutors got incensed by that stance of him wanting to stand on his constitutional rights, and therefore they brought rape and child molestation charges against him, basically punishing him for wanting to take his case to a trial. There were other people at that party, other young men, and they were charged with different offenses, and they are already out of jail. But Gennarlo sits in jail under this 10-year sentence simply because he wanted to go to trial. The irony here is that in putting this honor student with no previous criminal record who has technically violated the law behind bars, the justice system is actually creating another criminal. Can you see any way that unjust sentences like this can be avoided in the future? Well, I think this case highlights a number of different problems with the criminal justice system. Number one, this is just a case where the criminal law should not be involved at all. I mean, the criminal law has a place for actual child molestation, actual instances of rape, but this is a consensual case. Even the so-called victim, the 15-year-old, did not accuse Gennarlo of forcing himself on her. This is a case of consensual sex. So isn't there enough rape and child molestation and robberies and murders to keep the Georgia officials busy. So this is a case of where the criminal law is involving itself in a place where it doesn't belong. It also points up the problem with plea bargaining. Again, the the prosecutors should not be punishing Gennarlo simply for wanting to take his case to trial. But that's what they did. They brought inappropriate charges against him and are trying to punish him simply for exercising his constitutional rights. This also highlights the problem of mandatory minimum sentencing because the jury looked at the case and they did not like the outcome of the case. They were outraged when they found out that he was going to be punished so harshly. They knew he violated the letter of the law because there was the videotape. But they did not have any idea that he would be serving 10 years in jail for what he did. If they knew that that was going to be the sentence, they would have acquitted him completely. It seems to me that particularly in this case, the prosecutors seem to be just washing their hands of the sentence that has been meted out to this young man. Yeah, and under Georgia law, the prosecutors are the ones that have the power to reverse this injustice. They can set aside Gennarlo's sentence tomorrow, but they're not doing it. They somehow want Gennarlo to come in and admit that he's a child molester, and then maybe they'll take some kind of action. Right now, there's a lot of attention being paid to the Duke University rape case where the Duke students are being accused of rape, and there's a prosecutor down there named Nifong, Michael Nifong, and a lot of conservatives are saying this is the problem with that case. It's Michael Nifong. He's abused his prosecutorial power. I've tried to point out in various places that it's not just about Michael Nifong. We have prosecutors around the country that are abusing their power. In this case of Gennarlo Wilson, it's another example of that. These prosecutors have tremendous power to bring charges or not to bring charges, depending upon the evidence. And these charges never should have been brought against Gennarlo Wilson, but this prosecutor did so, and he can reverse this injustice, but now he is refusing to do so, and that's the problem.